You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. This is Ricey. You've been hearing my friend Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk, for years on the Radio and Garage Logic podcast. I strongly recommend you sit down with Josh for your no cost, no obligation, 48 minute consultation on your investments, including your IRA and 401k. You can benefit from Josh's years of experience navigating different market and economic conditions, and he'll always give you straight talk and not sugar coated advice. Give Josh a call. Call now at 952-925-5608 to book your no-cost, no-obligation, 48-minute consultation. That's 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did, and tell him Ricey sent you. Don't forget to ask, why is it 48 minutes, Josh? Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Patrick Ricey is a paid in. I'm crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. All right, Patrick. Spring training has started. Games have started. What yes. are you seeing down there in Fort Myers? I'm seeing that spring training is definitely too long. Uh, these teams are in. Uh, these teams are in no hurry to put their lineup out there. And now the Yankees have just looking at the, today's game. The Yankees uh-huh. have pretty much, because it's a home game, it might even be the first one, I don't know. But they got everybody but Judge in a lineup. And uh, meanwhile, the Twins are sending out that Simeon Ridge, Ridge, Woods Richardson, who's barely hitting 90 miles an hour these days. I don't know what happened to him. He was, you know, he was under 90 at the end of last year. Uh, you know, he's one of the guys he got in the Brios trade, and yep. uh, and uh, that might, might not work out, but he could be in trouble pitching against this lineup today. Uh, but, you know, you, 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 here's the deal. They have the spring training players, right? And they have the – then they got the invitees, okay? But you also have, like, already you got 30, 40 guys right across the parking lot the hero of the opening day victory Saturday isn't either on the roster or an invitee, just some guy that had come over and played the seventh inning and he hit a home run, you know, Shuffield, some double A player. Yep. It's, uh, you know, there's, it, they don't use this to make any decisions anymore. I mean, the, most of the decisions are already made and they don't, get in shape because they're already shaped when they got here. Yep. But, but I think I said this probably before they have all these, the twins lease here is signed through 2044 for spring training. When they got those improvements, there's nothing in there that specifically says how many games they have to play, but you couldn't just cut it down to, you know, they, they need 16 or 17 home dates, the Red Sox and the Twins, to, you know, for the county and everybody to get any kind of a value out of the deal. So, you know, instead of playing your first exhibition game on March 6th, you're going to continue to play it on February 24th or 3rd or something like that. And, uh, but they're not, it's not like, what, like yesterday at Boston, was over there, nice game, good seats, decent crowd. And by the fifth inning, <laughs> they got guys pitching nobody will ever see. You know, we'll never see. So I was listening uh, to it. It was a yeah. gong show. Yeah, it was. I mean, and who, who's this playing now? Who's number 85? And yep. uh, it's, uh, I, I think the world was better off when we had spring training in Orlando and the twin, the, the minor leaguers were in Melbourne. So you couldn't just say in the sixth inning, Hey, get Billy over here. We need a left fielder, somebody, you know, cause they got, it's uh, all of the teams now basically have the uh, same situation as the twins. The minor league facility mm-hmm. is, you know, 
three blocks, you know, two blo a block away from the the uh, weather facility. But it's uh, consider the prices they're charging. You know, thirty bucks, forty bucks for some of these seats at the uh, Red Sox spring training game. It's uh, it you know, and you never know who you're going to see. I remember the Cardinal. Hell, heck, this is seven, eight years ago. The Cardinals came. The Cardinal. Hey, and there's a lot of St. Louis, re Missouri retirees down here. And the Cardinal, and they filled the place up. There were nine thousand people. Cardinal, Cardinal fever, and the biggest name in the lineup was a young Paul DeJong. <laughs> you know, he yep. was a a young Paul DeJong. He wasn't even their regular yet. So nobody came there. Do you really? You know, you when the schedule comes out and they you buy you see the Cardinals are coming and it's the middle of March, so you're thinking, you know, okay, they're deciding they got stuff and nobody shows up. It's uh, well because they're in Jupiter, getting, so yeah, they're across the way. Yeah, they're, they're not going to bring their their A players. No, no, but but I think that I don't know. Maybe it's just an event. You know, it's a you know drink a beer and watch the game and. Tell the kids to maybe get an autograph of some regular player who's walking someplace else when they're leaving or something. But it is, it's too long. It's, uh, you know, they, they don't have to be down here this long because, I mean, last week, Pablo is pitching BP. Yeah. It, but BP is now an, in, an out, okay? A guy comes up, you're yep. pitching, he's pitching two innings. Yep. And when he gets, he's going to face four batters, but he gets you out. You walk me. It's not like if you pop up the first pitch, that's your at bat. And then they, it's not like, you know, the BP of my youth when you just sit there and see guys, that was great. They did, you know, see him hit 25 home runs and, uh, and somebody right. be lobbing it in there and they'd hit their home runs. Well, and, BP uh, is, de is dead as we knew it, right? Oh God. Yeah. And it, they don't, you know, if you pitcher. if you go to a game, if you go to a game at Target Field, you might see the visiting, you know, the, the visiting team will take BP, but half of them might not take BP. They're right. all, it's all, you know, there's a lot of them that prefer to take their BP in the cage because they can, they can set the machine to throw the pitches that they want them to. And, and uh, it's a, it's just a different world. I, I miss the old bombs away BP that you used to see where guys would just smash home runs all over the place. But it's, you know, this probably helps you more. Do you really need Carlos Correa seeing Pablo Lopez's best stuff on February 24th? No. You know, let's, let's all ease into that like we used to, but the, that that's what makes, that's what makes spring training way too long now because they're all, you know, Pablo could pitch next week. He couldn't go eight or six or seven, but he could go three innings with his best stuff next week, you know? So it's uh, it's, it's just a completely different world, that's for sure. I, I think the thing that, we, that we've learned, baseball and football especially, too, you don't need a bunch of games. Oh, no. God, Football's no. down I mean, to three. I mean, you it, could play two. It's very comparable to football. What's happened in football is that, I mean, uh, you know, if you go back 20 years and, you know, oh, there's, okay, the regulars are, uh, we're going to, the regulars are going to play some the first game and some the second game. The third game, they're going to play three quarters and then fourth game, nobody's going to play. But now the, you know, the, the NFL is making no effort to, protect the ticket buyer either you know but now the thing is it's in half the quarterbacks don't take a snap right don't don't play a play right in the in the preseason probably yeah in the exhibitions yeah maybe probably. half of them i mean did kirk did kirk boy take a snap last year in the exhibitions i don't know he, i don't pretty think sure so pretty sure he didn't think he did and guess what for two years guess what he happened he tore an achilles and missed half the season so what good did it do you know, you're just trying to. We just you don't know, need them. You're, you're trying to avoid injuries, but yes, it's. Uh, you know, the 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 people, you know, it's the fans that are getting robbed. But I think spring. I think you're getting robbed more in football. There are as many of them, but 
in baseball, you you kind of know what you're getting. You're gonna go and right. you're gonna sit in the sun and you're gonna drink a beer and you can. Hey, I think that's Royce walking across the field there. You know what else you don't get in spring training? You don't get to see the pitchers run in the outfield anymore. They banned that, I guess. They did. That used to be great, wasn't it? That was. I didn't great. know they banned that. That yeah, was a staple never... of spring training on the morning yeah. track. A bunch of guys yeah. running around. <laughs> yeah, right. It was great. I don't. I don't think they do it anymore. They must have stopped them. But because uh, nobody does it anymore. But that, well, you'd say, well, Bert's getting his miles in here. <laughs> yeah. What's going on? Well, when, that gave you the right attitude about spring training, though. No, when did we go me. from from in baseball and football, especially the expectation that a certain amount of guys would show up fat and would spend that yes. time to lose the weight to they'd show up fat and get in trouble for it? Yes. yes. You know, now you get in trouble if you show up fat. Yes, they're all. Uh, I mean, there's there's nobody. Uh, there's nobody that. You know, we don't even have Miguel to look at anymore to see if he's fat, and he lost 58 pounds. I know. Now, I thought that photo that got sent out of him in the Angels uniform yep. uh, about two weeks ago, I saw yep. on Twitter, I thought that was like AI doing it, that they put him in the thing. I, I didn't, because he looked skinnier yep. than when he was skinny. If that's really him, you know, the Twins are going to get a lot of abuse for never able, able to convince him to get in shape, but what happened? I don't know. What, what guy, do you think they did? Did they kidnap him and uh, hold him in for ransom somewhere? I don't know, because he, he, he looked almost too end. thin in that one, though. Yeah, he does. He looks, I don't need I mean, him that thin. Thin on, his, thin on his face, but 58 pounds would probably put him in. He was about 252 when he yeah, showed up. As just a over 200. For a rookie with the Twins. But then he, he probably got up to Last year he was big. He was over two ninety. So, but even if he's if he's at two forty, that's ten pounds lighter than when he showed up in two thousand fifteen. Yeah, you know he was two fifty two that year, I think. And the reason the Twins decided they had to play him in a position which was going to be right field is that he'd gotten himself up to two seventy, being the DH. You know, from July second, that major league meal money screwed him up something fierce, and he put on all that weight. But uh, hey, good for him. It would be great if he, uh, you know, if he, if if this, it. You wonder if the swing might have, he might have lost it, or uh, maybe you know. But if he weighs two fifty, he should be able to produce, shouldn't he? I hope so. He, yeah, he certainly should have a chance to play there because the Angels are. Oh a God, mess. yeah, got nothing. Yeah, they're an unholy mess. This is Patrick Ricey for the Canopy Group. The insurance industry is full of one agent representing one company. That must sound familiar to most of you. Chances are your current agent has just one company, but think how limiting that really is. You need more than one agent representing more than one company. The Canopy Group gives you 50 specialists and 16 separate insurance companies. Some of the names you'll recognize like Auto Owners and Progressive, some you won't, but here's what you get. An agency that will shop for the best possible coverage from all of these different companies. As your needs change, the Canopy Group continues to find the best coverage for a company that specializes in just what you need. Are you stuck with one company and one agent? Are you confident that your home, auto, and business are properly insured? If not, get options. Visit thecanopygroup.com. Talk about an attitude. That Rendon, did you see that interview with him? Oh, yeah. Basically, yeah. yeah, he's a jackass. He don't, he, he don't give a damn. And nope. he was great. He no, great he hates Washington. baseball. He no, hates baseball. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't like playing. That's right. Yeah, he said he, he wishes he was home with the kids, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, he's... Well, poor Mike Trout. Why, why, just trade him. Just trade yes. Mike Trout. Get him out of there. Not doing any good. Nobody's nobody's going to go to any of their games ever. They lost Otani, so... Oh. Uh, it's uh, it's interesting to take a look at this season, because I think the whole Dodger thing has kind of depressed everybody. They've made themselves unbeatable, but what if they aren't unbeatable? Last, you know, this this was the first year. Last year was the first year of the six-team shootout, basically. And they ended up with a NHL-type final, Texas and Arizona. Yep. And you say in most sports, hey, that's good, the unexpected, except in baseball. If it's not the Dodgers or the Cubs or the 
Red Sox or the Yankees, nobody watches it. So then it's a bad thing. So a yeah. Texas-Arizona World Series, which you can see as this fantastic event, upsets, baseball, wow. Except yeah, nobody watched it. Worst, worst uh, what TV ratings of all time. So right? the yeah. Diamondbacks ain't going to be a big draw in Texas is, you know, Texas no. is at least in the right market size, but yeah, yeah you, knew was was, you knew it was going to happen. But yep. uh, the fact that, uh, you know, the fact that they had an under, we all want unpredictable baseball fans all want unpredictable until they get it. But you're right. Like the, the Dodgers look unbeatable, but yes. Otani can't pitch. So yes. that's out. And you're, you're right. Like that, that first round, you play two bad games, you, you go yeah. home. Yeah, and somebody, somebody's got a, you know, they got some ace pitcher who can beat you in games one and five, and you can get beat. You know, yeah. all, the, all the other teams got to do is win one. So it's, it is kind of a shootout deal. And uh, that, and it was funny last year listening to. Nobody ever whines when there's an upset in football, right? Nobody really whines when there's an upset in anything. But last year there were people saying, well. The uh, the team the, the team with the higher seed should start off with a one all advantage. You know, I had one game to not. You know, and they were they were trying to. Who was it? Somebody somebody was on TV saying that. And it was a former player or something. It should be who gets the TV time. It should be one all. No, it shouldn't. No. It's, uh, you get the home field. If you get beat, you get beat. What well, the hell? And the first round has buys built in, so. <laughs> Yeah, no. right. The the two best teams get a bye. Yeah. yeah, so no, they shouldn't. Yeah, and if you're the worst, like the Twins were, if you're the winner of the worst division, it's okay you don't get a bye, right? Yeah, you don't deserve a bye. Yeah, the Twins right. did not deserve a bye. No, they did not. They did not. But uh, I, they, uh, I didn't see a lot of they. I saw their lineup. They took about three regulars up to New York today, I guess. So Tampa, right? Tampa. Tampa. Yeah, Tampa. Yeah. I haven't been up there for a few years. I remember I was up there. I think the last time I was up there, Joe Christensen was still covering baseball. Joe being the guy worried about the planet like he is, I rented a Prius and we went up there. And uh, we got out to the car and it was still running. <laughs> it ran so, so five hours after we parked it or five and a half hours, it would, had about instant left of it was some kind of a hybrid by then and there was i think it was a pre i don't know what it was but it had about one ounce of juice left when we got oh my got god the parking lot so yeah i haven't been up there for a while they did name the field after george so that's good we shouldn't yeah. we shouldn't forget that it's uh, yep. named after george. and that's on the same site as where the reds had their field when they trained in tampa right yeah, they, or right near so. there. They, they tore it. Well, it's right next to the football stadium. You yep. know, it's all out on there. Dale Mabry. Dale Mabry, yeah. Sports and strip joints. It's uh, terrific. I don't know if we still have the strip joints there, but they. It's Florida. The, I'm willing to bet they do. Some of the world's most famous uh, strip joints are uh, right down there on Dale Mabry, too. Uh, so, what was it? There was one that. I don't know what the name of it is. I've never been in there. Venus something and. Uh, but um, they uh, they've they've had some they've had some famous athletes involved in incidents in there. No, no, that's hard that. to believe. That's hard to believe. So explain this. What's going on with our wild? What is what is going on here, man? Alive? They lose that first game on a road trip. I said, okay, here they go. Right. And then they beat Edmonton of all people, and then they beat the crackheads bloody. Yep. They what's them. going on? They're seven and one, seven one and one since the All Star break. They're playing really well again now. The issue is this: the trade deadline is a week from Friday. My question is: Are you going to continue to play this way after the trade deadline? It feels like the Vikings. You know, the Vikings yeah. are like, "Don't trade any of you know. We're, we're going to make a run. We're going to make a run." And then as soon as the deadline is <laughs> done, it sort of regress. So, I mean, they're playing well, but I have no idea. If if you look at the uh, wild card race in the western conference it Everybody's, is crazy everyone how, how high could they possibly get oh i think probably the the Five highest they could possibly get is the top wild card which okay. i don't think they're going to get to okay but that would be what fifth then right 
Uh, yeah, and that would be, uh, what, fourth in their division, which doesn't really matter because okay. they're not going to get the, they're not going to get to the top three in their division. So, so who my, we got, who we got playing? We got Boldy and Kaprizov together now or what? With Erickson Eck. With and that line is, and that man. line has been outstanding. I never thought I'd live long enough to see Eck get 30 goals, but he's gonna. He's had a hell of a year. He's had a God. hell of a year. But and, they, and they got him signed cheap too, right? They got him signed to a very, yes, very re- reasonable contract. But this is the line that we were all telling Dino to put together. Give Eck a chance there. Mm-hmm. And Boldy's been Boldy's been great. So yeah. so right now the, the third place team in the in the central, which is the wilds division, is Colorado with 75 points. The first wild card are the Kings with 68, Nashville 66, St. Louis 62. The Wild, who plays tomorrow night against Carolina, 62. Calgary's one point back of that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, this is going to be a complete race to the finish. St. Louis, any good? They're okay. Yeah. They're not great. They they got waxed. They got embarrassed by Detroit on Saturday in Detroit. Mm-hmm. They got absolutely yeah. blown out. But well, I mean, this, that is, this team has been wonderfully strange. They first got the new coach, the Fighting Heinzies. They were great. Then they were terrible. Yep. Now they're we- good again. Yeah. Yep. This this is probably the best they've this is better than they played when the fighting Heinze first came in here though, right? Yes, and so because they've beaten some good opponents. During that bad stretch, I think they had Kaprizov out, they had Gustafson out, but that's sort of a that's a mixed bag because he's been great or awful at times. And then Spurgeon and Brodeen out at, at that time. But here's my thing. Don't tell me about injuries because every team has them. Mm-hmm. You know, that's man games, yes. right? Yeah. See all these man, man games. games we lost? I mean, yes. that's sports. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Now, if it gets egregious, like four or five guys, yeah, then you're, you know, you, I mean, it hurts. But, uh, yeah, well, we that goes on everywhere. I always say, you know, as I say in football, two regulars get hurt, you can have a good season. Six regulars get hurt, you're in trouble. Yep. You know? so exactly. That's uh same way, same way. Looking at this baseball team right now, I I just can't imagine. You know, I, we had this stat again the other day. Last year they got the eight hundred ninety five innings out of their starting pitchers, which was fourth in baseball, and they were good. You know, in the end they were good. The year before they got seven hundred and eighty some, and they were twenty eighth in baseball, and they stunk. So, I think that the what Concerns you is they're probably going to be closer to the 788 than the 895 this year. So, you know, you got Pablo and then you got, you got hopefuls, but, uh, right. Uh, yeah, I don't know what, uh, what, what, we're, what's going to happen here. This, I'm getting the impression that, uh, what's his name? The guy with the bad arm, Di Sclafani or whatever yep. his name is. That they, I haven't. Has he pitched yet? I haven't seen him pitch. I don't. I nope. don't know. If he hasn't pitched yet. Nope. So Is he? What? What's the deal here? He's. He's supposed to be ready to go. Why is, why is he not? I guess I haven't asked anybody. Has Boston I, played yet? He hasn't played no, yet. First games, no. right? Okay. No heavens, no. We win. That's not going to happen. That's they're going to. He's going to look great. He's a hundred percent. I don't know. I think it's very embarrassing. If cutting out a couple of flaps of skin fixed his knee, and we missed that for the last That's three. Right. Thank yeah, you for saying why that. I've been, I've been asking last? that. Did we why just did like they, why did they do? Did we just move year? the flaps aside and do another surgery, and then we're like, ah, let's let's leave those in. <laughs> Eating better is easy with Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals, always fresh, chef-crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. From pancakes to smoothies to meals and more, discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. And if you're always on the go and eating a quick and easy way to find something to eat, you need to try Factor Meals. They have an easy-to-use website. Factor is also flexible. Change up your order every week with plans from 6 to 18 meals per week or pause or reschedule your delivery at any time. You can sign up and save, and we've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious 
and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash unchained50 and use code unchained50 to get 50% off. That's code unchained50 at factormeals.com to get 50% off. Go check out Factor Meals. I cannot figure that out. Thank you. That's what I was wondering. And like, we all buy it. We're all like, oh my God, they finally got the flaps out. What are you talking about? Yes, yes, I'm 100%. Well, he's trying to convince himself, I guess. They're trying to convince themselves. Who knows? I, uh, you know, they got to, to me, they got to find out if he can play. Yes. Before they decide whether they should go get Michael Taylor or not, you know, before he signs someplace. Because if he can play five days a week, which doesn't seem likely, but if he can, then anybody can be your backup center fielder, right? But uh, if if uh, if he can't play, then you got to find out if he can play or not, so you know what to do about center field. So well, and Austin, do- Austin Martin isn't ready to be an everyday player, and Willie Castro can't play out there every day. Now, did did you see the report? I think it was by Ken Rosenthal on Friday in, in the Athletic that Kiki Hernandez is like considering four teams, including the Twins, that the Twins mm-hmm. have. So that would that He's, would clearly yeah. is he a right hand hitter? I thought he was a left hand hitter. Kiki, maybe he's a right. Must be a right. He's a right handed hitter, but he also yeah. can play. He he has extensively played center field before. Okay, so he can. Well, he's he's, he's a little better offense, uh, a little better at the plate than Taylor, right? Uh, yes. Although Taylor, you know, Taylor hit twenty home runs or something. Yeah, but, but uh, this whole thing of of Castro or Austin Martin playing a ton out there. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I'm buying that. Well, they must not be considering. Right I hitter. thought I thought they were considering Austin Martin. He's been playing more infield than, than yeah. outfield. So well, I he's playing know. left field on Saturday against the Pirates. I think. I think they started yeah. him in left field and Castro yeah. on Saturday. Right. Well, he can play all over, but uh, I thought they'd you know look at him as a center fielder in case he like because he's he's supposed to be a if if you don't worry about power and you just let a guy run and hit the ball and slash the ball around. He's great. He's a, he's a very good athlete, but I I don't know what they're up to. But they're, you know, it is February, what, 27th, 28th? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, uh, you know, you got to, this is a little early to think we know what exactly they're doing here, you know. But I think they're, they probably are still trying to find, dig up one pitcher at the right price. There's enough guys floating around looking for a job. Who knows? And, on Sunday with, with the Cubs and Bellinger, the Boris fire sale has started. Now they claim that they're not going to, to do that, but Bellinger, $30 million on a three-year $80 million contract, Pat, that has opt-outs, just like Carlos Okay. Did. So the my question one. is... But he gets what, 30 for this year? Yep, yep, yep. Okay. But so he can opt out. It, get, it gets smaller, in other words. It, it's 30, 30, 20, but he's never going to get to the 20. He's not going to no, have to worry okay. about it. Okay. Yeah. Well, so it is. Yeah. It's the opt out deal. It's but. the Correa deal. But my question is this Snell and Montgomery, I mean, they're, they're, he's, he's going to have to put them somewhere. Yeah. Well, I, I think people are going to, you know, to be conned by the Montgomery. The body, they're just so stupid on the Montgomery thing because he's, he was another pitcher, and then he had a nice run, and all of a sudden, this guy wanted him to get $200 million. Yeah. I mean, even Scott. But it is funny that he, Bellinger must have said, hey, let's go here. You know, yeah. get, go get me a deal, and if it's back in Chicago, that's fine. Uh, Snell, I, I don't know. I mean, you'd like, I suppose you'd like to have Snell, but, because he can pitch, but he, I don't, he's, I don't like his attitude, and he doesn't come across as having a good attitude. And you make him take a deal like that, he might have a really bad attitude. No, that's true. He could go Lance Lynn. Yeah, although if he wants to get the next contract, right, he's going right. to have to. Right. So you never know how to read these guys. But uh, it is it is kind of fun to see Scott lose one, right? How much was Bellinger making there last year? 30 isn't, isn't some huge no. raise, is it? I no. mean, it might be ten higher than what he was making, or something. But uh, yeah, it's. I, I didn't realize it. I just saw three years eighty. I didn't. I didn't realize it was the same deal as the, the Correa deal. But I should have known. Yeah, I'm sure he's on the phone. He'll go. He'll come back to his old buddies, the Twins. And a, the Twins might be willing to make one of those deals because 
what scares them more than this year is they don't want to get the four-year deal and not know what's happening TV-wise the next three deals. You I don't know, blame next, them for that. Next year, they could have a – the way the MLB's talking, you could end up having twenty year, $20 million in local TV revenue, and then, then you're in trouble. Yep. Even They're probably getting 40-something this year, so it's not like they're taking the big cut. But what they're afraid of is the multi-year contract with the great unknown. So you think our strip – do you think we had enough pub on the uh, – on the interview uh, on uh, on Sunday, we only had uh, Lavelle and, uh, and I ended up writing about the same thing, and Chip mentioned it in his lead too. So we had three columns mentioning the Joe Polad interview. Yes, that's uh, for for which for which there might be a grievance file now by the Players Association because he he either came close to or outright outright violated the CBA by talking about the fact that they weren't going to spend more. Oh really? Yeah. Flat out. Oh, I didn't realize you that. You can't. One. I guess you can't say, "Yeah, we're not going to sign a guy to a a contract for this much." I didn't. I didn't know it, but Bob Nightingale, Bobby's father, yeah. had, had a report that there have been that the uh, play, the player association's upset because you've had teams talk about their unwillingness to spend, which yeah. I'm guessing they're concerned borders on collusion if you have enough teams talking about oh, it. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. You know, if you to... say, I'm not going to spend that on a player, that becomes mm-hmm. an issue. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that every, if everybody's, if it sounds like everybody's saying the same thing, then I suppose you can go to a judge and say, or an arbiter and say, uh, these teams have all set it up so nobody can get what they yep. deserve or something. Yeah, yep. that never thought of that. That makes sense. So, uh, but you know, Joe can Joe can claim naivete, can he? Oh, I'm sure he will. <laughs> I'm sure he will. Yeah, and the Polad family is probably saying, you know, son, we were better off when we never said anything. <laughs> yep, that's what. That's like you know what this is. This is crazy. In the spring of 2022, when he said, you know, Kirk is not a Brady Mahomes, although that was a thousand percent accurate. And then said, we don't want to go full Rams. And everyone's like, no, no, Spielman never talked. (laughs) You're right. Yes. Yeah, that is. This is, uh, you know, Jim, Jim said total system failure. And that's, but he never said we're going to stop buying players. So, right. Yeah, yeah, that was, uh, that, you know, that's, I guess that makes sense. I never thought of that. But uh, anyway, I don't know. Yesterday was the uh, grumpy fan shootout over there, though, the Red Sox fans. I talked to a few of them. They're mad, too. Oh, God, said, they're, yes. I said, well, you should just tell the Red Sox to get in our division. They'll be the favorites. They'll <laughs> be happy, you know. The Red Sox <laughs> said that they were going to spend and then did not spend. No, no, they, uh, yeah, and then they got their players ripped. Raphael ripped them. Did they buy, did they pay Raphael yet or not? Devers. I don't think they did. I don't think he's been, I don't, I don't know. Think they I don't, look, I don't think he's been paid yet because Bogart's left for the Padres yeah. because he got paid finally. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, Red Sox fans are pissed. Yeah, yeah, they, uh, even, the, even the 75-year-olds who are out there. They had such long lines yesterday, Judd. At JetBlue, Katie and I went as fans yesterday. And uh, the lines were so long at the concession stand, I had to give a guy 15 bucks to buy me two Diet Cokes when he was up in front. So I, a two and a half dollar premium <laughs> for two Diet Cokes. <laughs> you paid a fan? I said, a guy was like fifth in line. I said, hey. Buy me two Diet Cokes. Here's 15 bucks. You just made two and a half dollars. So he said, oh, thank you. So Look at you. Well, I had to do something, man. The lines were just terrible. I pointed this out on Twitter, though. Dippin' Dots is dead, man. Every line, everywhere. And Dippin' Dots had nobody. Didn't have a customer. I don't really? I think dip, I think dip, I think Dippin' Dots? I think it's all over for Dippin' Dots. I don't think we needed a new kind of ice cream. I think ice cream was just fine as it was, don't you? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what? I'm I'm not a dipping dots guy. Uh, by the way, Devers did get paid ten year oh, contract, three hundred thirteen and a half million dollars. So now, and then he's complaining they haven't signed enough. Guys. And now he's mad that they're not signing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got paid in January of last year. 
uh, just take your 30, buddy, and be happy. That's uh, that's okay. He had a home run yesterday on uh, slashed it up there in the opening of the where they got. You've been to JetBlue, right? You've yep, been to JetBlue. Several times. Got yep. the got the opening uh, up in that opening. I tell you, that's a hell of a hell of a spring training ballpark. It's except for the wall being having the big hole in the middle. It's it's an exact duplicate of the other yep. place, dimension wise and everything. Yep. Pesky pole, the whole deal. Except they don't have a boardwalk because of that. You you can go up on the top of the monster and walk yes. around, but mm-hmm. you know the boardwalk now is yeah. everyone's got them. I think Toronto put one in. Dunedin's yes. nice now. I oh, I was, Dunedin's terrific. Yeah. They, they you gotta have the drinking. Yeah, you gotta have the drinking boardwalk as you. Yeah, if you don't have the drinking boardwalk, you're out. Yes, that's true. That's true. You know, I I, yep. I just told you this, right? Twins leave here. They only yep. have if they're disgruntled, they only have twenty more years on a lease. Twenty more years. You know what the key lease? is now? Spring training to create what? so many distractions. You yes. don't notice that players aren't there. The guy at the Twins game. The PA guy yep. at the Twins exhibition game starts talking and giving us ads and stuff 25 minutes before the first pitch. Oh, yeah. Shut up. Play some music. I don't want to hear this. And they, yeah. they were introducing, you know, everybody who's. What yeah. bar to go to? Yeah. And then every once in a while, there's a gathering of six fans down there for the, some club and they introduce them and it goes on for 25 minutes. <laughs> You know, infield. <laughs> Let's go back. Take an infield. Come on. When oh, do you think infield. we'll ever see infield again? We'll die before. There we are there are adults now who do not remember infield. It's been <laughs> gone know, for yes. so long. Yeah, they have children. They have they have. They're going to their children's high school games and they've never seen infield. So. No one's. Yep, exactly right. Hey, Patrick, t- tell me about your favorite place to get a car. Speaking of deals, you can get a deal at this place. I was looking it up today. Uh, Brett Paul and Jim Paul's Valley Group of GM Dealers, Apple Valley and Hastings, 0.9% on the Envision SUV. They got a bunch of them. Pretty good looking if you're, you know, if you're the hockey, you got the hockey kid and the whole thing. They got four brands of SUVs now, the little from the little ones to the big ones. And uh, everybody wants the SUV. Oh, 0.9%. What the heck? We're back to when? We're we're back to 12 years ago. The interest rates are great for these uh, Buicks at Jim Paul and Valley and Brett Paul's Valley Group of GM dealers. Apple Valley at Hastings. If you want yourself an SUV, this is the place to go. They got plenty in inventory. Total, they have 120 cars in inventory at Apple Valley. So uh, go out there. You can pick something off the floor and uh, be driving it in about two days from now at a very low interest rate. These are my guys. I've been buying cars from them for almost 15 years now, about every other year. And uh, you can trust them, and they'll take care of you after you make the purchase. Interest rate, 0.9%. My goodness, that's pretty good. It's a hell of a deal. Timberwolves and Bucks on Friday. Did did you catch it? It wasn't necessarily. Um, I watched part of it. I didn't see the whole thing. We down uh, by seventeen at one point. It got, of course, it got close at the end. But the what happened? Uh, they deed him up. Uh, they make shots, or Milwaukee just better, or what? What? Uh, what? Well, it's uh, weird because the Bucks aren't. The Bucks were not and have not been playing well with Doc. Playing that good. They look yeah. good though. And then the first two games back because the Wolves beat the Nets on Saturday. Yeah, they're. Uh, yeah. Their, their offense did not look sharp. So no, no, they were having a hard time uh, offensively uh, against the Nets. Yeah, and uh, McDaniel's, I guess, finally did something that game. But man, why? If you can't be fourth quarter of the Nets game, be, Pat, you can't be getting two points out of that guy. I mean, I know the other guys take all the shots and stuff, but you're paying him an ungodly amount of money starting next year. Yep. You can't be making one shot a game. It's uh, He's been uh, really a disappointment. I know he plays defense, but man alive, he can't be that passive offensively. He's got to exactly. he's got to chip into the cause a little bit, don't you think? He sort of gets lost. I, I think passive's the perfect word. Um, he sort of gets lost, and he can't get lost. He needs yeah. to contribute. I mean, and they they need to involve him as well. But Finch said, said I, I think it was after the Nets game 
he's got to at some point in time here soon snap mm-hmm. out, out of it because mm-hmm. yes they if they're going to make a playoff run mm-hmm. you can't just lose McDaniel's yeah and we, we were talking about this the other day they're going to play somebody good you know they might be the number one seed I don't think they will be but if they are that doesn't make any difference you're going to play somebody good yep you know you're going to get the Lakers or the Warriors or the Warriors might not make it whoever gets through the you know the plan thing they're gonna you know they're gonna they're gonna have a good team right off the bat and they gotta uh get functioning uh the other thing is he's a he's been a heavy minute guy man Edwards and Cat are playing a lot mm-hmm. and uh uh you know they, they get well, what what's going on with Nas? We, we got to get Nas his twenty minutes and get him back scoring a lot of points too, right? Once in a while he has a pop. He's up streaky, Pat. He's streaky too. Yeah. He can't miss at times, and then he'll he'll go a quarter without, mm-hmm. you know, struggling from the floor. So, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, they're the. It was good that they didn't let the as poorly as they played for much of that Nets game that they didn't let. They can't lose that one, but. Uh, they got a stretch of home games right here, and they got a, they uh, this got a is kind of, five left. It's a seven-game homestand. They got to make some hay here. The Bucks, uh, I'm, I'm sure, are getting killed over there because they went and got dying damn dom to uh, to win the whole thing, and they haven't been nearly as good. But uh, you know, they're when Giannis is is healthy and playing, they're still pretty good. I guess it's not a Big upset when you lose to the Bucs, but they, they didn't come out flying after the All-Star game, that's for no, sure. No, And yeah, it's incredible. Giannis, every time he drives to the basket, gets a foul called. Yes. Yeah. Every and time. Luckily, I, he only makes one out of two, but that's okay. He was good on Friday, Pat. He was good. Yeah. Yeah, it is, uh, it is amazing who they just automatically give the two shots to. And uh, Ant, of course, that's what Ant was uh, complaining about. And all he did is get himself more non-call <laughs> by doing that. So Giannis must not whine too much. I don't know. Is he a whiner? I don't even know. I don't know. He's, I don't think so. He's a damn big. But, but he just gets the calls, too. So yeah. I, I'd yeah, be curious to see him not get a bunch of calls. Yeah. <laughs> see how it worked out. He might turn into a whiner. I was watching a game for... Five minutes the other night, it wasn't the Wolves, it was somebody else. And it was more of this, hands up in the air. And uh, how can you, you know, these the NBA guys are unbelievable. What they just let them completely whine after every uh, every game. So our gopher uh, basketball fever kind of cooled off, huh? Uh, yeah, after the performance against Nebraska last night? Yes. Yes. I think we're also, I think there's also this expectation that, that they're now, pro, you know, that they're an NCAA tournament team, perhaps. Yeah. Like, they're, it's, they're not that close. No, yes, they're they, playing better. It's great. Ben's been good for Ben. They have to get to ben. 11 and 9. They have to get to 11 and 9 in the league, at, at least. And then they'd have to at least get to the semifinals. They'd have to. For sure, if not win, if not win the damn thing, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I don't, think, I don't think they have to win it. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I mean they're seventy. They're they were seventy three before they lost last night. I I don't know how I don't know how far they went down. Somebody's uh, calling uh, calling the bride who's in the next room. Don't oh, that's that fine. Phone that's not a big deal. That... He's got that thing cranked up loud enough to scare the neighbors. But uh, well, that's fine. That's nothing. fine. But yeah, they are. Uh... Well, and and if you take them seriously as a potential tournament team, that non-conference yes. schedule kills them. Yes. Oh, God, yes. You can't did. take that, conf- that seriously. And I'm glad it did. I'm glad. It, I mean, I'm I'm happy that they're, they're made to pay for that ridiculous schedule because it was ridiculous. And, uh, you know, they were supposed to go to a hot shot tournament in Vegas, and they bailed out on it. They were going to play some, you know, they – we're going to play a couple, three good opponents. They'd be better off if they had some losses to bad yep. opponents, to good opponents, than these wins against bad opponents. You know, absolutely. But but they're not a tournament team yet. They're not. They're not an NCAA team. I don't think. They, uh, you know, they they look they they looked uh, uh, really good the last 
game they won, but they're that's the best they got. They're not going to make threes like they made in some of those games. They're not a big three point shooting team. And uh, and they've been yeah. awful for two years. So it's it's nice yes. that they're at least yes, you know, watchable. Mm-hmm. I guess is is the you way know what's the funniest thing I've seen in my life it was about twenty minutes ago before we came on thirty minutes ago. The Gophers are going to have a maroon out tomorrow night against the Hawkeyes women's team. They're going to have a maroon out. That maroon out is going to be about. 60% yellow yeah. and, or black. What are you What are you idiots doing? All it's going to do is show you how many Iowa fans are there. They bought all the tickets in December. Who do you think was buying the tickets in December, you dummies? You see it the prices right now? It wasn't Gopher fans. No, the, the scalping to prices. Watch, to watch Caitlin Clark. Shooter had one uh, a note on this in his Sunday column in the Pioneer Press. That the range goes to like a thousand bucks. The most amazing thing, Judd. Yep. The most amazing thing is they sold out the entire Big Ten women's tournament because yep. the only way to guarantee that you're going to have tickets for the quarterfinals, semifinals, and finals was to get the whole package, right? Yep. Did you see that? They oh, sold yeah, this they, thing out. Last so week. they're gonna they're gonna have. I don't know what capacity they're going to have for women's basketball, 15,000 or something. Mm-hmm. They're going to have 50 crowds of 15,000 ticket sales with 800 people in there when she's not playing, you know? Yeah, but, I mean, so, it's incredible. It is. Although uh, Indiana handed them their heads the other night down in Indiana and uh, and then Ohio State. So they're, they're one of the three best teams in the league, but they're not the – you just got to hope she makes it to the final is all because yeah. last year, of course, last year they were kind of the underdog and they, I mean, they were top three or four and they ended up making a run and got into the final, but uh, it's a, it's a phenomenon. It really is. And, you know, I shouldn't say this, but I really did discover, you know, I was nobody else. No, I know you did. You told I'll me about it. I'm like, why are you going to Des Moines? I got to go see this game. I think it. I've told everybody about it. I think I, well, you know, you do something like that. You You should take full credit. Yes, because nobody else can give it to me, right? I have to take. Yeah. I have to take full credit for it, but it is a, it is an amazing thing. We'll be back Wednesday. I think it'll be too late for me to uh, go to the tilt, but I, I would imagine we're bringing out the troops. Although it's an eight o'clock tip off, right? Is that what time they're starting at? I think it is. I think it's eight eight ten or something like that. I think it's an eight o'clock or so. Uh, Eight o'clock Wednesday. Where peacock, getting, by the way. That's 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 oh, it's Peacock. It's a Peacock. Yeah, peacock's got oh, a lot of Big Ten games now. I know they do. I know they do. But uh, it's uh, it is a. Uh, I mean, it's it it's a phenomenon of starting times too. Lately, you never you know. Well, not only, you know, not only do you not know what day they're going to play. You don't know what time they're going to start. Last night's game. Yeah, five, with five thirty in Nebraska. Yeah, I totally forgot about it. Yeah, another one. Well, didn't the bite? Didn't didn't they're getting our Timberwolves ready for the playoffs too? Wasn't that a nine o'clock or the other night? Nine o'clock against the Bucks, and you're right. Those games are all going to start late. In the playoffs, we're in the. That's the worst thing about being the West. I remember yep. the one that we had one of them during the run in 2004 that ended after midnight at the home game, and uh, I'm not. I can't remember who it was against. It was Sacramento. I remember one thing is with the the new Star Tribune philosophy on the print edition, you ain't going to be have to worry about being writing at twelve ten to make the paper. You're not doing that anymore. You can write till three in the morning for all they yeah, they yeah, care now. Can. It's only yeah, going yeah. online. Yeah, right. They don't care anymore. So uh, you know, but I remember like filing at twelve ten because that's when the game ended, and now. Uh, that that's not going to happen anymore, to say the least. So. Well, that that's like the uh, what was it? Game one, Wild Canucks, the second round in 03. Yes, where they they absolutely had to have the copy, and the yeah. Wild I think blew the lead, and then yes. the Canucks won on like a Trent Clackle on overtime. Yes. Oh yeah, the Wild. Yeah, that's the one with at one two minutes to twelve. Who tied it? Bertuzzi. Bertuzzi it might have been Bertuzzi and I think Clats were the point, OT game winner. 1.8 seconds. 
I called you. Might, you're probably working. I called the desk and oh, said. Oh, I was that, sitting by you in the press box. Oh, that's right. I was called you, me and Chip. I called the desk and said, pick up that, grab that early column I wrote and throw it in there because, you know. And they said, oh, we, we already put that inside. Uh, we need what you got written. And I said, well, I got written at the wild <laughs> one. <laughs> and I, I said, I said, oh. I'll have to give you a nevertheless, nevertheless. Yes. <laughs> you know, However, yes, the old. Ne- nevertheless, nevertheless, greatest transition word in sports writing. <laughs> yeah, right. Nevertheless. Yeah, that was, uh, that was fun. I, that was, that was a great fun. It wouldn't be as much fun anymore. You wouldn't have the deadlines anymore to do. No, that. you'd be so, writing for the uh, website. Yeah, yeah, it's not the, it's not as much fun as writing for a print deadline and That's seeing true. if you make it, That's seeing if you true. make it, and then picking it up in the morning and saying, "Oh." God. Or your computer crashes. Yeah. Or your old school trash eighty craps out. Yes, yes. And also, it's true. garble going through and nothing else. I told you this fifty times when I had my old. Uh, I only had my old Texas, Texas Instrument cover in the Cleveland Miami World Series. What year was that? Ninety? No, what was it? Was I had a what computer did I have? Ninety nine, right? Cleveland. No, 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 no. No, it couldn't. It couldn't have been a Texas Instrument. I don't know what it was, but it was overheating. Yeah, I think it was just uh, yeah. I was I had to go into the. They had a. We were in the auxiliary press box, which was a dining room for football. You know. And uh, we were there, and they had a locker in the back, a free a food a food locker in the back. I'd have to go in there between innings and cool it off in the in the locker. And I I kept thinking, I don't know, he slams this door. I hate to spend the whole. I wonder if Red Smith did would... this once in a while. <laughs> I don't Jim know. Murray had to cool his his yeah, typewriter. Well, Jim, Murray's famous one was when he wrote the column about how. He got locked in the men's room at Met Stadium, and if he had, after the game, an hour and a half after the game, he got locked in the men's room. Somebody got him out of there, but he wrote a column about what it would have been like to spend the entire winter in the men's room at the Met Stadium oh, in, the, in Minnesota. So, yeah, that was, uh, but that was when you handed you handed handed your copy to some Western Union or somebody. It was right. great. Right, it was all great. All right, all sir. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Unchained. All right. How are feisty twins? I'm going to go watch it right now. Yeah. Yeah. If if Woods Richardson gets them out, I'll be shocked. So, (laughs) all right. See you later. Bye, Bye, Patrick.